Okay, so this is going to be my podcast as well. So I want to go ahead and say hello to my podcast listeners. We have a special guest with us today, Miss Tanisha Shanae, Miss Inspiration. And we are going to be having a conversation about men. Okay, we will be <laughs> streaming on Facebook as well. So let me go ahead and do that. Oh my goodness, where'd it go to? Yeah, this is going to take me some learning. Don't mind me, podcast listeners. We're going to get it together. Uh-oh. Where did Facebook go? Okay. Okay. Okay, so it's going to be starting on Facebook and we are on. Miss Tanisha Shanae, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So this is my first time going live on Facebook. So y'all have to excuse me uh, if I'm learning how to do this. <laughs> but um, thank you. We have been talking about something um, in our personal conversations and we wanted to go ahead and just have a conversation publicly um, about a topic that is um, needs to be talked about. I don't even know what word to use, but yeah, we need we need to have a talk uh, about men. Okay, we're talking about single men because we're single women. So we're just gonna have a conversation. We're gonna be sharing some things. Hopefully and prayerfully it will help someone. And we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it. Okay, so we are recording this on Zoom. This will be also available on my podcast and we are live on Facebook. So I wanna welcome my guests again, Ms. Tanisha Shanae. Thank you for coming on and having this conversation with me today. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Okay, so what? go ahead and tell us about Ms. Tanisha Shanae, Ms. Inspiration, who is she? <laughs> so I am Ms. Inspiration. I am an inspirational speaker, lifestyle strategist and coach, and a three-time author. Um, I have been helping women, mainly women, I do work with men as well, as they are devising a healthier lifestyle so that we are healing our lives, we're healing our relationships with ourselves, with God, with others. So for ladies, I work with you into getting past those unhealthy habits and just mindsets that you've had about your past relationships. And I just love doing what I do. And, you know, just I'm excited to be here because like you said, this is the topic that people don't want to talk about. It's like, you know, especially in the kingdom world, it's still mm -hmm. frowned upon. It was just crazy. So it's like, yes. we got to talk about this. Like, it's crazy out here. Yeah. In yeah. It's crazy in the streets. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> okay. It has poo. So. <laughs> Say that again, because I don't think everybody. It has poo. The data pool has poo in it. And I said it. I said it. Yeah, it has poo in it. Okay. Oh, and not no baby poo either. This is grown dog poo. We talking about y'all? I saw a dog okay. the other day. This stuff was big, and I was like, oh my gosh. 
So it was that kind of poop. Oh, Lord. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so thank you for having me again. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So I'm just going to be throwing some stuff out and you can throw some stuff at me as well. We just going to have a, this conversation. How long have you been single? So technically, <laughs> technical. so technically, I feel like I've been single my entire life. Like mm. the last healthy relationship that I've had ended in 2008, 2009. Um, and I've had, you know, situations, I call them situations. They are what they mm. are. I can't change the past. Um, but yeah. the last time I was recently involved with someone um, and we took a pause, um, a healthy pause. So prior to that, it's been a couple of years. What about you? Hmm. Technically the same. I've been single my whole life, but um, for the past <laughs> 14 years, I've been um, in no relationships. Um, had some conversations, you know, didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, never been married. Um, but yeah. And, um, you know, I, I tried to come back out into the dating pool and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to be out. Cause they, there's some jokers out here. I'm telling you some, some real jokers in the world and the church, but yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Okay, so what do you think about dating apps? So I have a, I have a love-hate relationship with dating apps. Um, one, I always tell people, at least for me, I'll speak for my, myself, I'll go on a dating app and immediately, like I don't even stay on it sometimes more than 24 hours. Immediately, God will be like, get off. <laughs> uh, and I'll just be like, what? He will like, get off. Um, but I do the, the last time, the last person that I met, I met him on a dating app and it was not, it wasn't bad. You know, um, I think you just have to really learn how to like, what questions to ask, um, how to write your profile. So like, I had to mm -hmm. really be mindful about what I was projecting because I was realizing what I was getting. So I think there's a, there are quality, there are some good guys online, but when I'm meeting them or you know, you're passing one another for, for whatever reason. It could be, you know, because I remember when I first did my, my profile, I was just like straight up to the point, like, I don't got time for this, 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 this. And I was putting out a lot of negative. And then when I stopped and I realized, like, you are not getting any positive, I went back and I just started just being clear about, you know, looking for a relationship, looking for, you know, marriage, open to having children, just being very clear about what I want and not putting out the negative. And then that's when, you know, I met him and it was just like, okay, you know, so love, hate, like I always tell people, sometimes God will tell you to get off mm -hmm. and that just means to get off. And then if he tells you to stay on, you know, there are certain apps I'm not a fan of like Bumble. Mm -hmm. So like Bumble, the woman has to initiate. So if she has to, like, if I have, if I see a guy that I like, I have to be the one that goes and say something. And that's the only thing I'm not fond of, you know, it's delivering another message outside of the tradition, outside of what God desires. Um, and I think that's where we, we fall out of line because the, the messaging now is ladies, you see him, go get him. And it's like, <laughs> sit down, sis, sit down. Yes. I don't know if he even like you, like. <laughs> <laughs> just let him know that you're you know just let him know that you're interested you know something they gotta be like hey i want you 
So that's what I end up seeing. So that's my Ooh. experience and my feelings about dating. I'm not on any dating apps right now. I don't have a taste, desire, or care to be on anyone's app. Like I'm not even looking right now. Got it. Have you been okay. on dating apps? Yeesh. Yeah. Let me tell you my story about Bumble. Okay. So like I said, <laughs> 14 years wasn't bothered nobody what anyone wasn't on a date and seeing them doing none of that. Um, heard about Bumble from one of my friends, probably like um, three, four years ago, probably. Got on there, didn't even know it was that kind of thing that you had to do, like you had to approach somebody and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So um, ended up interacting with a couple people on there. Um, and this is the thing with me, I, I let them know straight up, like, I'm a Christian woman. I'm a woman of God. You know, I'm not going to be sleeping with you. So don't come at me with that, none of that nonsense. Well, they're going to still try you. Okay. They're going to still try you. So, <laughs> so they got to try you. Yeah, they got to, you know, I mean, throw something in it because this is a thing. Some women say they're Christian. But they ain't living like as, as a Christian. <laughs> oh, <that was> like, <laughs> but I mean, but you want to know what that's, but that's because that's what's happening in the church. Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, they just pick up titles. Yeah. They don't like I said, there's no, there's never a consultation mm-hmm. with God. Like they listen to what this pastor's telling people to get on on a, on the dating apps, right? Oh, no. So why wouldn't they? Yeah. This pastor's that you know, and I understand people make mistakes. You know, so if if that happens, you know, God will forgive you. But when it becomes a habit, yeah, you know, so go ahead, yeah, go back. Go back. I'm sorry, yeah, okay. <laughs> so meet this guy, okay, and he's like, okay, I want, I want to take you out. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, this is like probably like 12 years in. I'm just, I ain't been out with nobody. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me give it a try. Like, how I'm gonna be meeting my husband? I'm not even trying to get out there. So I'm like, okay, Lord, let me go meet this this man okay we go out <laughs> before the food even come you know um he, I can't remember what he asked me he asked me something and I you know well no let me tell you I I prayed I prayed before the food came out this fool almost flipped the table over like what is wrong with you I don't do all that what 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 you mean you don't do all that? I'm like, didn't you read my profile? I'll let you know oh. that I'm a Christian, okay? I'm a woman of God. Like, I need to bless my, bless the food. You don't want to participate, you don't participate then. So I, I did my prayer and I said, okay, you knew I was a Christian when you asked me out. This joker said, look, you cute. <laughs> you cute. I wanted to meet you. I'm like, what? <laughs> so you wasted my time me coming out here for this foolishness, right? And he said, you know what? Just because you cute, I'm going to go ahead and pay for your food too. Oh, he was doing you a favor. <laughs> you believe See? You believe this, this nonsense. Yeah. This is the nonsense that we got to deal with. Us single women he with these jokers. Because you cute, I'm going to do you a, like he doing you a solid. Mm-hmm. See, that's why anytime I do go on a date, I I'm that's the first question. How are we doing this? <laughs> doing this Dutch? Because I look, I'm not standing out there because I've had 
I've had dudes take me on a date and they don't have money for themselves. So let's be clear because I don't want to be in that situation either. I got to pay for your mm-hmm. stuff. So, mm-hmm. and, and some guys get in, they, they are very insulted, but I'm like, no, because I need to understand where your mind is at. If, if a guy says he's be doing Dutch, I'm not even mad at that. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't come surprising me thinking you're doing me a solid. Yeah. He's, that's the audacity. He opened his mm-hmm. mouth to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, he was done. It's like, you know, I'm not going to compromise who I am to deal with you. It's like, and the, the thing about it, some of them don't even have all this going for them. It's like, why am I going to put myself out here? You don't have nothing to really offer. It's like, I, you know, I could pay, I could have paid for my food and his. Exactly. Okay. I mean, what, what? come on. They feel, because you want to know what, and I, I'm realizing is because other women, and no ladies who's watching this, who's listening, this, no, there's nothing against you, but women that have less make them feel like they're kings, mm-hmm. right? Because whatever little that they're, they're bringing to the table, they're putting them up here. So we're not impressed. Like you said, I could have paid for any for, for, for both our, our meals. You know, you could have taken me to the, to the park and we probably would have had a better date and probably gotten to know one another and paid nothing. Mm-hmm. Or probably just got a bottle of water. So it's like they think that they're bringing something because in comparison to their past, they were bringing something. But now when they're in this situation, they're meeting a woman that has a lot to come to the table with, they don't know how to deal with that. Mm-mm. So the only thing that they are going to look for, look for from us is because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't really bring anything else. See, I would rather do, and I've had men tell me, you know, <laughs> You know, I put on my profile because before I would not put that I was like, I'm a college professor. I would not put mm-hmm. it. And I finally started to put it. And I, when I say like guys who, who would eventually read the profile, because what I wanted to say to you before, he didn't read your profile. Okay. No, they don't you be reading the profile. Whole paragraph <laughs> for nothing. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing I did learn. They don't read that. I don't know. Because they'd be like, so you got any kids? My professor says single, never married, no children. <laughs> oh, I'm just making sure. I wrote it. <laughs> There's no mystery here, sir. I just created this profile yesterday. I didn't have a magic kid in 20. Yeah, Lord. You know, this is not an old profile. <sighs> you know. And when I finally started to put it, and I had guys that was like, oh no, you're too smart for me. Thank you, but no thank you. And they they removed themselves. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it has poo in it. I keep saying it. It's just too complicated. Oh, Lord. Ruth, Ruth didn't have this problem. (laughs) (laughs) No, she did. Ruth went through a lot to meet Boaz. So no, let me not even She did. It's a lot. Never mind, Lord. I don't know. Okay. Well. I got another story from another app, but we ain't gonna talk about that yet. Do you have any horror stories or any stories you wanna tell? I think, you know, I just, being a Christian, I think that's the hardest part, Mm -hmm. is meeting someone who understands my my calling. And Mm -hmm. the one thing that I remember, I actually had met a pastor before, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna talk about this. Oh yeah. One thing that that he said to me was, 
he said I was too much about purpose. And I've never heard that before. Like, mm. and so it made me reflect. And I said, maybe I do. And I think at that time, this is like 2015, 2016, I probably was talking about purpose a lot. But I didn't see that as a downfall. But when I realized now, there are a lot of men that can't deal with Tanisha, Shanae, Miss Inspiration. They can't deal with the person that's trying to operate in purpose. They like the college professor because it's a career, it's a job that they can relate to. It's a non, you know, but Miss Inspiration can be anything. And, you know, she is more. So when I tell guys and I'm like, you know, do you? Like not being cocky any day, but do you know who I am? Because I need you to be comfortable with this. Yeah. I need you to be comfortable that if you see me on Facebook and I'm speaking and that, you know, next thing you know, God is just having me, you know, preach that you're not comfortable because if you're going to be uncomfortable with that, then that means you're not comfortable with me. So I think that's the hard, that's the horrible part because here I was like, you know, dating people, mm-hmm. going to school, being called to, to speak at events. And I'm like, hey, could you come with me? Because, you know, I just need support. And they're like, yeah, I'm not into that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. You know, like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Call me like, yeah, but you want to come over, but you can't be there for me and support me. You know, you don't know what God is going to put in my spirit that at that moment that could truly attack anyone in the audience and it can attack me physically. So it's, I think that's, that's really the hard part because I can meet someone. Mm-hmm. Like guys approach me all the time, but it comes to when it gets to that level of Tanisha, that's when they're like, and you get up at two o'clock in the morning and start praying. Like, that's not- <laughs> <laughs> look, they, I, they don't like that. I, the was, I had texted him, it was in like mm-hmm. one o'clock in the morning. He was like, What are you doing up? And I said, um, I said, I, I said, I woke up, I went to the restroom, and God pressed on my heart to start praying for, and I forgot who I was praying. And he was like, so God just tells you to just pray for people randomly? <laughs> yeah, like, you have to do that sometimes. Like, you should be praying for people randomly, too. Like, No, I got a question. I don't mean to cut you off. Is this a, a regular guy? Is this a pastor telling you all of this? I've had both. Because even the pastor was like, the pastor was like, because I have a prayer closet. I have a prayer closet. So I remember the pastor. So you go in the closet? Yeah. And I'm like, but it's no different when you go to the bathroom and pray. I just use a spare closet. Like, why is that an issue? The fact that it's just brought up as a topic, it's just, it bothers me. Because I'm like, but why is this an issue? So, yeah, I've had both. I mean, the last guy, he's the only one that, like, he was, he would make those, like, he would make a, he would make comments like, um, oh, yeah, I knew that, I knew that you would be up because this is around the time that you get up to pray. So he would say things like that. And. I didn't take that in a negative way because he just uh-huh. was understanding, you know, he didn't mind texting me because he worked overnight. So it was like, you know, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I'm I'm pretty sure you're up. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, just sitting here praying or sitting here reading the Bible, you know, journaling, you know, God is, you know, giving me some messages. And like, he never like would go into depth, but he would just leave it there. And uh-huh. to me, I'd rather that until you can understand it instead of you criticizing Exactly. And it just goes the wrong way because i'm exactly. not taking it either. it's not going to be a nice conversation yeah so yeah but i'm i'm um what's the word <laughs> you are I, I, I just don't understand how pastors can be that way i'm like you you 
you supposed to be doing this too, homie. So what, what's the what's the problem with us getting up at one, two, three o'clock in the morning and praying? Like you should want to be doing the same thing. You know, it's like, do you do you even pray? Do you do you pray before you go into the pulpit? Do you do you pray before you go um, officiate a wedding? Do you pray before you have to do someone's funeral? Like, what's the what's the problem? Because any time of day you can pray, but why is it a problem if someone's doing that at one, two o'clock? Some people are called to do that. Do you do there? There, there are prayer watches. There's times that people who are um, called and chosen to be an intercessor, a prayer warrior, there are prayer watches that they're supposed to be alert and be able to pray for the things that's going on in this world, for the people that's in this world. Don't understand that, that the actual pastors, and I, I've had them like that too as well. You know, make take jibes or say little snide remarks, and like, okay, so I, I see we on two different levels then because Absolutely. you don't understand this. You've read the Bible back and forth three times, but you don't know that prayer is an important part of our walk with God. No, because a lot of them they are conditional prayers, right? So they just pray on condition. And the other thing is that I always find extremely fascinating. Again, these are the people that have gone to seminary school that. You know, like you said, they know the Bible front and back. I, I always say they can quote the Bible APA style. Um, just they'll, they'll be like, because according to John 1, verse 12, you'll be like, that's what you do all day. They don't even know about fourth watch. They don't oh, know. know about, you know, oh. they don't know about that. So it's like, I find that so amazing. So that's why sometimes, and maybe you can, how do you feel about this? Sometimes I'm like, God, am I really... Because I feel as though I'm still unequally yoked with a Christian. <clears throat> so which one am I supposed to, to go? Because I find that I have more, I have a, a better relationship understanding as far as my walk with an unbeliever or someone who's, who's not there yet. They believe in God. But again, when you're going to church, a lot of people are sitting in church. They don't know about their purpose because their pastor is not talking about that. So <clears throat> When they meet someone like me, I could probably be the person that can push them into that direction. But when you got a Christian who does not, they don't believe in prayer. They, they, they fast when the pastor tells them to fast. You know, they're not actually sitting here doing these different steps, like praying and asking God, is this my wife? I mean, like, just simple stuff. God, should I buy this phone? You know, these are things that when, when I say to people, like, I pray when I go to the supermarket, you know, the looks that God. Mm -hmm. why would you pray for you go to supermarket so god could tell me let me tell you let me tell you a quick story <laughs> and this is where i say so i did the pastor that i dated mm -hmm. again i don't know if he's gonna receive this that's not my problem this pastor never wrote he never wrote his own sermon his own sermon okay. he was given his sermons from his senior pastor or he got it offline move on um and he told me like one of our first dates because I kept saying like I was telling him my story like I said 26 from 2015 to when I met him God was like leading and directing my life so I'm telling him everything and he's sitting there with this fascinating look on his face like so you really hear from God and I was like yeah and I'm thinking like don't you? And I'm thinking like, this is going to be, because everyone, when they found that he was a pastor, oh my God, that's your husband. This is perfect. And I was like, maybe, just maybe. You know, when I talk about God, he's not going to cringe. Girl, 
he said to me that he, he said, I don't hear from God. I don't hear God. Went to seminary school, again, know the Bible front and back, back to front, can tell you the breakdown and, you know, and greet everything. It was a challenge. I had, we had went to Barnes and Nobles on a date. That was one of our date nights. And we were sitting there, I'm reading the book and I'm just tearing up because I'm literally crying out to God silently because I'm, I had no food in my house and I had no money to buy food. So I'm sitting here like, God, just, you know, give me the strategy. What can I do? I need to get some groceries. Like I have no food in my house. So when we got outside, he said, I don't know if I'm hearing God, but do you need groceries? No, he said, do you need food? And I was like, I mean, I, I could eat, you know I mean? I'm, I'm hungry. Sure. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> do you need groceries? And I'm sitting here like, so I got mad at God for talking my business, but two, he finally started to hear God. So I challenged him because he was like, what do you need? Like, I, he was like, he's like, I know you can't come with me to, to BJ's. What do you need? I said, since God told you, I said, God is going to tell you what I need. And that was his first time. And even though that relationship, because the beautiful thing that I always appreciate about him was he was the first and the only guy that I've ever dated that said, we both have feelings. We don't know if these are flesh feelings or spirit feelings. Mm -hmm. So let's pray. Let's pray for three days. Let's not talk for three days. And when we we'll, we'll call each other or we'll reach out to each other on this day. And what did we both hear? And we both heard no. And we was able to part ways. No animosity. I actually just saw yesterday. He's now engaged, you know, and I'm happy for him. But the one thing that he said to me was, you helped me finally to hear God. So that's when I just realized, like, sometimes, you know, we're supposed to meet those types of people to just help them, but they're not our mm -hmm. husbands. Yes. But I mean, I understand the lessons and the blessings, but Lord. <laughs> I look, I'm tired of helping other women with their husbands. Like, I don't want to be that. Like, I want you to use me, Lord, but not in that way. Not no more. Okay. I got feelings. <laughs> exactly. Got you know, feelings. And, and that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I wrote a whole book about this. Like a whole book. And, and I'm sitting here helping and you should be doing this. And I'm not here like, all right, so well, how long is Marcy's? Book <laughs> <laughs> is 2019, Lord. I've been trying, I've been talking about it, you know. Come on, like when is it my time? So sometimes it's but I it's that's okay. Because see, and even you helping your friends. Why are you helping your friends? Right? Are they in the relationships that God told them to be in, or are they in the relationships that they just picked? Look. <laughs> You're right. I know, the answer. I know the answer. That's why I tell people it's not, it's not, I'm not single and unmarried because I didn't want it. Nobody wants to marry me. Oh, I have people that wanted to marry me. Mm -hmm. But I just knew God was like, Mm -mm. Yes. No, no, you don't leave this joker alone. Run for the hills. <laughs> Everybody that's available is not for you. Okay, mm -mm. no, it's because they no, see no. They, they got no. a pulse. Because <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, I feel like that's where it's going sometimes. Like, I'm alive, I'm breathing, <laughs> and I'm like, y'all people crazy. Look. Okay, when I got saved and everything, I gave my life back to God. I'm like, okay, my husband gonna be a pastor. Okay, and I started dealing with these jokers, and I'm like, okay, maybe not. Uh, okay, Lord, I, I see you. 
I see maybe I, maybe I need to rethink <laughs> what I want, you know. But that up. do you know what you want? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they out there. He's out there. Oh, I mean, oh, I always oh. I always tease. I said my husband's probably in the south of um <laughs> France somewhere sitting right now. <laughs> in a coffee shop eating a scone. Like, I swear, <laughs> he doesn't speak English. I, I didn't speak short. English. He's I didn't speak short. English. He could, be, he could be plotting to kill me. And I wouldn't even know what he's talking about. Exactly. <laughs> nope, because now we got translation. <laughs> wait, wait, baby, say that again. Yeah, speaking to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Right? Oh my god! So I mean, and that's that's really the problem. I feel like a lot of the men they don't know what they want, mm-hmm. so it's like, or they know what they want, and they are when they finally get it, they're not prepared for it. Yeah, because a lot of them they haven't done their work. A lot of them they 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 still dealing with childhood issues. Daddy wasn't there. Mommy wasn't there. You know, yeah. something happened. They don't want to talk about it, so they just keep it in. I'm like. Come on, you you wasted my time. Number one, you know they want you to just oh just just let me get myself together. No, you should have got yourself together before you bothered me. But not only that, <laughs> I feel like you should have just been like. I feel that when I went back on a dating apps this time in 2021, I, I like you said I did the work. Like mm-hmm. I had to heal. I had to stop having that anger towards men in general. Mm-hmm. You know. When I started my relationship with like really understanding God on that level, that's when I started to, you know, learn how to trust and forgive and be able to look at some of my ex-boyfriends and not cringe every time that someone might have mentioned their names. But uh-huh. unless that that's where I'm seeing that a lot of men are not. They're not, they don't want to heal, right? Uh-huh. They found their face up at therapy and that, you know just wanting to just cry out to God. They don't believe that they can cry out to God and for God to heal them, heal their hearts. They don't believe that. So it's like, I have said this a long time ago. I feel like there was such a push on stop being an angry black woman. Stop being an angry woman. You know, you need to heal. They was throwing that at us. And those women went out there and they did the work. Mm-hmm. They did yes. the work. They, they had to address their childhood issues. And then we come back out with this whole new perspective, like, mm-hmm. all right, y'all, I did the work. And then you meet, you still me and Pookie. <laughs> no offense to anyone named Pookie. But you still me and Pookie. And Pookie, Pookie might have a job now, but Pookie is still angry. Pookie is still mad. He's like you said, he's mad at his mama. So now he's going to be mad at you because you mm-hmm. it's something like his mother. And it's like, I don't want to, I ain't got time for this. Mm-mm. It's too much. It's tiring. Yeah. And another thing, they they're not ready to um to be with one woman. You know, I don't know who put this mentality in their head that they could have all these women at at the same time. They they cut they want to take you out on Monday, another one on Tuesday. It's like, can you get to know one person at a time? Like, how do you keep up with all of that if you got all these different women on, you know, in your phone? I mean, nowadays the women are allowing it. Like polyamory is becoming a huge it's a huge trend like this the polyamory the sister wives like it's real out there um and i know someone 
I know someone that when I met him in my twenties, he was cheating and he got tired of cheating because he got tired of getting caught. Mm -hmm. He said, finally, he got to a point. He was like, cause he's, he's older than me. I think he's now maybe 52. So he said he got to a point maybe about seven years ago where he was like, I'm not lying anymore. I'm too grown to be out here lying to y'all. So I'm going to let you know that you're my main. So if he had, you know, Lisa is his main girl. Lisa had to understand that he might still be hanging out with Tamika, <laughs> Keisha, right? But Tamika and Keisha had to know that they were not the main girl <sighs> and that Lisa was. And they used to have meetings. So I was fascinated because I was just like, please, I, had, I, I, took, I took down notes. And I was like, wait, so these women all, like y'all have a meeting to under, understand the meaning. Mm -mm. But the kicker part is only he's allowed to have multiples. Oh yeah. They're not allowed. They mm -hmm. can't keep nobody else. Mm -hmm. Oh, how dare they even think like that? No, it's only for him to do that. I said, as a friend, <laughs> I said, can I talk to these women? Because <laughs> I know they I know they're much older than I am. Can I mm -hmm. sit and talk to them? Because you're a boo-boo the fool, 100 percent Anybody sitting here telling me that I'm gonna sleep. Because again. Even if he would have just been like, I'm just hanging out with them. But you're just being very bold and like, I'm, I'm going to sleep with them. And you can't sleep with them. Come on, man. But women are allowing that. So they're co-signing to this. Yeah. So that's the reason why. So again, I still appreciate the guys because I, I met one. He hit me up on LinkedIn of all places. Um, gentleman, oh, how you doing? He's an educator. All right, cool. You know, black guy living in Brooklyn. All right. And then we're on the phone. Only conversation we ever had. And he said, yeah, you know, you know, I'll be really tired. You know, I work two jobs, you know, um, I'm, I'm into polyamorous. And I said, wait, huh? He was like, yeah, you know, I do a lot <laughs> of a women. name? Yeah, he was like, you know, I do a lot of women. So, you know, I got to entertain all on, the, on top of working two jobs. You got time, sir. You got a lot of time. You got a lot of energy, too. I hear that. But, yeah, I'm not the person <laughs> Because I oh, have, have a nice day. So it's like I said, there's a lot of pool out there. I'm gonna get t-shirts. There's a lot of pool out there. <laughs> I need to get mine. Say y'all is trash with a capital T. Okay. <laughs> How dare you just waste our time? Like, but listen, there's, there's pastors like this as well. Like people will always want to, you know, think these these men in the church is all that and all this. <sighs> It's just as bad. They they on the yeah. down low. They out here scamming, scheming. They got multiple women. Like that's why some of them want to be pastors. Some of them want to be pastors. I feel like mm -hmm. there's, there's some people that you know there were you know I, I when I was in college I joined a sorority, and I always remember there were some guys that would join fraternities, and they would be like the corniest dude before like no one wanted to talk to you but the moment you get these letters mm -hmm. popular i used to be in a motorcycle social club same thing by without without that leather vest you're corny nobody wants to talk to you but once mm -hmm. you put that on oh my god she's in this club so it's the same thing they just they're chasing what's coming mm -hmm. with that title they're not taking it seriously. this is why souls are still lost yeah, it's more entertainment in the church, and the pastor mm -hmm. trying to be cute. Mm -hmm. He's trying to see who's taking, and then the killer part 
who's taking him to them? Who's taking him to brunch at the church? He ain't taking y'all. He's taking no. him. <laughs> he just gave you. You gave him your time and offer. <laughs> and he wants you to take you paying for his uh what y'all got down there? Because mm-hmm. okay, we don't got we don't got uh, Applebee's, uh, yeah, we're gonna take you to IHOP, Cracker Bar, Chili's, Red Lobster. So this is like I said, I don't I don't like that's why I don't run and be like, let me go find me a man in church. Because I'd be like this, I'm well, God show me who you are. No thank you. <laughs> Oh, and don't, 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 don't have that call. Don't have that gifting. Cause they, they will get upset. They will call your names. Like what? Oh yeah. I've been called a witch. I've been called a witch, but what I, what, what God told me was not a lie. Exactly. They, they, been, they, they don't like when they get found out. And when you put them on, now you ain't put them on blast, you know, all over the internet or all in the church. This, this is a, you know, me want. and you conversation and they they get up offended okay but so, let me go because so, we got what happened on twitter so let's just bring the people in to what happened on twitter we got some people watching us on facebook miss porter and you still on thank you for joining us miss reed thank you we got some comments on here and uh, Miss uh, Reed, she's going to be one of our uh, sisterhood panelists uh, for Saturday. So you guys get to meet her. Um, but Miss Porter said, amen. Data someone who understands your calling is important. Very important. Very. You know, if you can't handle me getting up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, we probably ain't a, a match then. Okay, if you got a problem with that. Um, yep. Miss Reese says so many have not dealt with their issues. They they have it and they don't want to. They want they want you to um deal with all they, they stuff, but they want us to be together. That's one thing I want to point out. You know, we have all these people, you know, these relationship experts, they always going towards the women. Can you help your, your homies out over here? Leave us alone. We we good. Okay. We we do our work. But someone said to me, and they they actually um pointed, it was a guy, he was he was a guy, he said that um. Kevin Sanders actually started mm-hmm. his platform speaking to men, mm-hmm. but he was receiving the numbers. Mm-hmm. That's when he switched to speaking to the women and then everything. Mm-hmm. But in my eyes, your lane is the men. The men, they need that. The men, they need someone that's going to talk to them about stop by like, telling me that, you know, he's going to be a joker and I, all right, that's fine. But can you help him not be that joke anymore? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit here and tell me what to look out for and what not to accept. Talk to him. Tell this brother to face your demons. You know, get your money up. Because there's a lot of guys out here that don't want to work, you mm-hmm. know, or they want to just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And then they want you to compensate for everything extra. And it's like, yep. you know, if I'm a say I'm working, I have businesses, I'm coaching, I'm selling books. And all you have is a job, then right there, for me, I feel like that's more unequally yoked because do you know B. Simone? Yes. So I just watched the clip before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was saying that she can't date a guy who works a nine to five. She said it's hard for her to date someone because eventually he's going to resent her because yep. she's traveling. She doesn't have the clock in like he does. She was mm-hmm. like, so you're going to start shaming me and start feeling like, oh, you're not doing anything. But when she's going to these places, she's getting a check. Her her work doesn't look like your work. 
And so she's like, I can't do that because if that's all he wants to do is that nine to five, she said, then we're never going to work long term. And I yeah. feel the same way. It's like, because I don't want to stay in a nine to five. That's not mm-hmm. my goal. No. So if you want to retire from a nine to five, I'm going to be like, like, you know, the last gentleman, <laughs> the only reason why it made a little bit more sense, he already did 21 years. He's okay. this close. So it's like, okay, but he still sees life outside of just a nine to five. He's talking about businesses, but we need the businesses to get started now, not mm-hmm. when you retire. And that's yes. where I wanted to share that with him more because so many times we always, when I retire, when I retire, so many people don't make it to retirement. Exactly. So we can't sit in the, you know, four or five years from now. We need to start thinking about what can I start doing now to start seeing some fruit in my labor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's, that's, that's going to definitely be a hard thing. Yes. Okay. Um, I saw something else here, another comment. Okay. Yep. Miss Aree, she said, many do not want you to be walking in your purpose. I mean, they, they get upset about the simplest things. You know, I would share like with this one pastor, um, you know, I would tell him, you know, I, I do this blog every week or whatever. That's when I was doing it every weekend. You know, I have this podcast that I'm working on or I have written these books. This, this joker would get in his feelings. I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? I'm just tired of you bragging. How am I bragging? Like, what is you talking? I'm, I'm telling you what the things that God has allowed me to do. Because I'm like, I didn't want to do none of this stuff. But I'm going to be obedient to what he's told me to do. Mm-hmm. And you want to jump on me because you think I'm showboating. Like, I'm putting you down. Like, you a whole pastor. Okay? You in a whole church. You you doing what you want to do. I'm like, I, you know, I've offered, you know, so like you want to write a book? Let's, let's get the book written. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Cause see, you know? he, can't, he can't respect the fact that, cause you're speaking as a healthy. Some of them don't want a help me. They don't mm-hmm. want the purpose of what God is sending them. Like Adam couldn't do everything by Adam was doing his work. He was, he was right. He was naming them animals. But then it was like, God was like, I'm going to send you a helper. Mm-hmm. So it's t- two is better than one. So like you said, you, you got the pastor down, you know, what else can you do? You know what I'm saying? Look at, you know, and I hate that because it's like A.R. Bernard is doing it. T.D. Jakes, all of these pastors, other people that you see are doing the same thing. They're, they, they're letting you know, I'm not even making the money from the church. I'm making mm-hmm. my money from my books, from, exactly. you know, my, my, and they're not seeing that. So they are going to resent that because again, they, I guarantee you, they really still have a nine to five job mentality. Mm-hmm. and see the pastor and it's only an extra it's not he, he probably doesn't even see it as his calling he probably doesn't even see it as like this is my full purpose and god can bless me in other ways when i'm operating in that so he's going to despise you for that mm-hmm. he's never going to be able to accept you because you doing everything you said i'm doing what god wants me to do and i don't want to do this i tell people i don't want <laughs> i want to write that book i'm like I'm writing a book about singles and what they should be doing when they season a single. Well, they don't want to hear about this because they, they just want a man, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so you would, it's unfortunately, I don't think we're going to ever win yet until we meet that right person, that person who understands. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let me share <laughs> what I found on Twitter this morning. Yeah. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. So there was a question that was posed on Twitter. 
Uh, let me find it. There was a question and then a response. Where was we at? Okay, first, the question. Why are so many men's deep loves not their wives? <laughs> yes, when right. I saw this, I was like, let me read it again. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was like, when you first sent it to me, I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So apparently, there are married men, men that are married to women. That's you know, the, the wife wasn't their first love, wasn't the one that they would actually choose to be with. But hey, you know, I'm with her now. I'm married to her now. Yeah. But there's still somebody else out of that. If you know, she was available. That's who I would want to have been with. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh. It's true. And I know I, I learned that and I'm not proud of this, but it was something my, my old, my 20s, my early 20s. Um, I was a subject and he would literally, he was with me like 95% of the time. His girlfriend didn't even live in New York. She lived in Florida. She lived down there by you. So she's in Florida. We're in New York. I see you 95% of the time. She see you one weekend out the month. It didn't bother me. Mm -hmm. And when she found out, because she did find out, and she confronted both of us, I told the truth, nothing but the mm -hmm. truth. And I hurt everybody's feelings because my feelings was hurt. Mm -hmm. And because um, I didn't know at first about her. Like I wasn't aware. Like, I didn't enter the situation knowing. I found yes. out like three months in. And I'm like, where'd she come from? That's when I found out. Oh, she <laughs> So I'm like this. So she's really the side chick. I'm the main one. But whatever. <laughs> so fast forward, maybe we stopped speaking after the initial time she found out. And then we found each other again. We, we, we always went to the same, same places. We hung out the same lounges. So he would see me. We would try. I mean, we would try hard not to speak. Because it's like, you got a girlfriend. He's like, I got a girlfriend. And we try. And then it would just be like, hmm. And one day she called me. Because she was just like, Every time I find out that he's cheating on me, you're somewhere in the loop. And I said to her, I said, I don't know what it is about us. I don't know. There's a chemistry. I said, maybe you should just leave him alone and then we can try to figure this out. But by the time she was ready to leave him alone, I was in a new relationship. And then she called me. You can have him. I'm done. And I was like, girl, I got a man. <laughs> and we ain't got no drama over here, boo. So you keep that drama. You know, oh my but goodness. she even, even she said, it's something about you that he, I feel like he really wants you, but he, he stayed with her because the things that she was doing for him, he knew I wasn't doing. Mm. She was paying bills. She was putting him on credit cards. So he had available credit. He's, he used the credit card to buy me gifts, what I found out after the fact. And I wasn't doing it. I was, in his eyes, I was baby girl. So baby girl is not doing that. So <laughs> You using her car on baby girl. That's horrible. But oh my that's goodness. why I, that's when I realized I'll never be number one because I'm not doing what they're doing. Yeah. And that's that's just the reality. He really wants me, but baby girl not out here um paying rent. Mm -mm. Nah, I ain't doing that. So <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes oh. I, believe, I believe a lot of people are there. I believe a lot of people are married only because that person wanted to marry them. Mm -hmm. 
and they're not married because they want to be married because mm -hmm. they love their person. And being a person that has been in a lot of relationships and situations with individuals that I did not like, but they liked me, I tell anyone that's a horrible feeling oh, because yeah. it's like a, my ex-boyfriend used to try to hold my hand. I'm like, mm, mm, facing everything. I'm like, come on, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm just trying to hold your hand. I'm like, but now let me, let me like someone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm more giggling, kick. So it's like, you know, that whole mentality. And I hear parents say all the time, marry the person that loves you. Don't marry the person that you love. I think that's just a horrible setup. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. They're marrying the person that loves them. And that's why I think a lot of these men, when I re read a lot of those comments, that's what it was. She was the one that loved him. She was the one that knew that, um, that nurtured him. She took care of him. But in his heart, he wished it was Tamara. He up here like, why didn't Tamara answer my messages? I got mm -hmm. this one. And that's what ends up happening. Because you had enough. So you're like, beat mm -hmm. the person that's willing to give, 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 give. And all that giving is still not love. So, no. yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I can definitely relate. You know, I and before I got saved, it's like I was I was not the perfect person. <laughs> so I've been in those type of situations. I've been the other person, the other woman, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's like when I got saved, I was like, Lord, forgive me, please forgive me yeah, you know yeah. that that's a lot of our stories you know before we've given our life back to God we, we've been out there doing some stuff mm -hmm. you know and it's like now that we you know had a chance to review our life and look back you know I would always think sometimes too, I'm like Lord am I being punished for the stuff I did that's why I'm married to that's why I'm like walking <laughs> No, you're just not settling. You're not settling. <laughs> Listen to these people. Listen to these people. When I hear people that are married, they have settled. They have settled. They have picked up the first person that was like, hey, I want to marry you too. I don't want that. No. Because I, like I said, <laughs> I don't have that energy anymore. I'm Look, I just turned 37. I, I can't, I'm not laying next to you in the back of my, every time you say something, I'm rolling my eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't want that in my relationship. I don't want that in my marriage. No. I want to be no. happy when that person comes home or when I'm coming mm -hmm. from, 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 from ministering and, you know, doing a speaking engagement. I'm excited to see that person pick me up from the airport. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> this dude. <laughs> say something. Ooh, Jesus. Sit down, cause you you gonna say something. I'm gonna have to control my facial expression. Oh right. Lord. Okay, let me share some of the comments. Cause there was one comment that stood out to me on the lady. She said, "Most men don't marry the woman they love or love the most. They marry the woman that is around when they are ready to marry." Okay. And she said, "I saw this on um, shared on Instagram and wanted some male opinions on this. And this is this statement completely false." Or does it hold some truth? Some of the dudes comment, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Okay, Alicia, tell the truth. So one guy was like, it's true, a hundred percent. He said he loved a woman more than he's ever loved before, and 
he just didn't feel ready. So he never acted on it. He said, years later, I'm ready. But guess what? She planning her wedding. <laughs> yes, I saw that one. Oh my goodness. <sighs> and another comment was, okay, should I want Okay. I don't know. Some of the stuff he should. I'm like, what is he talking about? So he said, I, so I'll put in my opinion in the DM. I was on a road trip. He said he slept off, woke up. And for the first time in his entire life, I felt like it's time. Let's do this. I scanned through the tr my travails and relationships and one stood out. He said she wasn't per se the one I love most. She simply was the one that not only tolerated me for me. She knew how to reflect my demons reflect his demons within two hours i had gotten her number having lost touch for over four years that was just over 10 years ago we are now married with the son many finer many this and that she it was she was it when i was ready or she she it was when i was ready i don't know what he was trying to type but yeah that's what he she must have just been ready too <laughs> see and that's the scary part see when i read that one someone came to mind I feel like there's a person in my that in my in my life that I think they're at that stage where they're like, because mm -hmm. I get them random. I was thinking about you. Don't feel like this. Okay, you know, <laughs> I want to get married. Want to have another kid? And I'm like, okay, you know, we should we should go out. And I'm like, we done tried this like no joke. I met him the first time maybe the 20, I was like 25-ish. I just turned 37. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, now, now you want, now you want to get married. And you probably, like you said, I think, like you said, you probably went through his roster, trying to find out which one is at least to have a decent one to mm -hmm. entertain. And if she acts on it, if she says yes, then of course he won, but that's not the one he wanted. She was just the one that was available and did not have discernment because you can discern when somebody is just like, mm -hmm. why not? You know, mm -hmm. this one, why not? So I think that's something that we have to be very careful about, especially those in their, their late thirties, their forties and their fifties, because you're meeting, there are a lot of men out here who was just like, again, like he said, he just woke up one day. That when I pray. <laughs> I, I just love the honesty. Because it was like, look, I woke up one day and I was like, yo, I'm pretty. Like, I just, that's how I envisioned that whole Yes. Because when I read it, I was like, did he really just say that he was just driving? Look, that thing woke me up. I was still half asleep when I was strong. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. But that's, that's the reality. That's the reality that we're living in. People are not, there's, there's no meaningful relationships anymore. There's no true love. This is why you see people together dating seven, 10 years. And then it's like, <laughs> start playing Jagged Edge. And they're like, you know, we've been together this long. Why not? Don't ever, don't ever, I tell, I tell anyone, I said, I will know for a sure, sure fact that he's not my husband. If he start playing jacket edge, I am not. He's not mine because that is definitely not a romantic song. We've been together this long, might as well just do it now, and that's what ends up happening. Mm -mm. Let me read this last 
comment. Okay, this guy said he uh, dated for two and a half years, never acted on it because I was just about doing me. They just want to do them. They want to sleep here. They want to sleep there, you know. And he said, offered, she offered me an ultimatum and it just didn't sit right with me at the time. But looking back at the end of the day, all she wanted to do was make me her husband. And he said, ultimatums don't necessarily work though. LOL, appreciate you. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <clears throat> so my, my, so my question to you is how long do you stay in a relationship before you start expecting marriage? And I think every age group is going to have a different answer, but I'm not at this point. I want to still at least try to have a baby. We're not doing two and a half years of trying to figure this out because if, again, we can expedite this. You pray, I pray, you fast, I fast, talk to God about it. And what does God say? Because if he says no, like like that gentleman and I did, mm -hmm. we didn't waste each other's. I think we was in each other's life for like three months. We didn't have to waste a whole long time because it was but, like, God said no. That's the thing. Some, everybody, every guy is not going to pray about it. You know, even, even the Christian men, you know, when you ask them like, what did, what did the Holy Spirit say? Holy Spirit? <laughs> You don't know what the Holy Spirit is. You don't know what the Trinity is like. Who who you been talking to? Who you who you been getting all your advice from? Who been telling you what to do? Do you do you even know this about discernment? Steve so is it... Jerry Jackson told him, <laughs> or the mother in the church. <laughs> For that one either. Sorry. Oh, huh. And I said, sorry, Lord. <laughs> I said, don't go for that one either. <laughs> She's trying to get him out of her basement. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, I don't know. I mean, like, what, like, I just be asking God sometimes, like, Lord, what, what we gonna do? You know, because this is the thing. Everybody ain't gonna get married. We, we know this, okay? But some of us are called and chosen to be married. But us as women, we can't be go out there looking for no man. We gotta be found, you know? everybody don't believe that even the christian was they don't believe that i i believe that mm -hmm. okay so whoever don't believe it that hey we're gonna agree to disagree i believe i'm supposed to be found i'm not going out there looking for no, none of these jokers okay i'm not going out there pick up no dog food because that's what we're dealing with right now they, you know so I, i'm not doing it so that i'm not i'm not, not. I'm not. well I'm tired, I'm tired of raising these you know people with sons like can, can, can y'all get it together there is so many good good women out here it, 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 we're not gonna just say all you know all, all christian women there's some good women good out women. here that y'all is missing out on because y'all don't want to get y'all y'all little baby lives together you it's know it's that but then there's this also the different the other layer and this is where i blame both sides i blame men and women because then it becomes the, the character, physical characteristics. Okay, yep. Right, so mm -hmm. if I ain't got the model type, I ain't got the body, you know, looking like Megan the Stallion, you don't want me. Yeah, they don't want us. Yeah, so you saw I got a little extra meat on me, so they don't want me. You saw my post a couple of weeks, was it last week? You know, when I did my weight loss update and what prompted me was because someone said to me like, I really like you, like you're amazing, you're a prize. And then in the same breath said they don't like fat people, like fat women. Right? <laughs> and I was just stuck. 
that's how we ended up doing this because I was stuck. Yes, that. yes, that was it. <laughs> I'm up here like, so I'm amazing. You know what I'm saying? Wait, you saw me at 195. You saw me at over 350. Now you see me at 270. And it's like, I was amazing anywhere in that spectrum. But you don't like fat women? So why are you, why, why are you in my inbox? Mm-hmm. Why are you my DMs? Mm-hmm. Why? Cause you, you read, look at my, look at my profile. Like, look at the pictures alone. I, I'm not hiding it. I'm not a size two, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like people have this perception of what they want their person to look like. And that's why I always tell women, <clears throat> stop with that mentality. He has to be over six two. Girl, how many, oh, who, how many men are here that's over six two in your city? <laughs> like, I, have, I met one girl, she was like, I need him at least six five. Oh no, that's that's that. No, there's not, not that many six five dudes out there. Exactly. I dated <laughs> one last year. Six five. Look, I ain't seen none of those in Orlando. So yeah, and I like tall dudes. They ain't they ain't down here. Okay, I'm about to come back up there in New York to find that, but they ain't they ain't down here. <laughs> they up there. I told you they got pool in here. Right. So it's like you know, find like. I want that person. That's why I say, I, I feel like love is blind. It's supposed to be about the feeling. And that, trust mm-hmm. me, that was, that's hard for me because I'm not a feeler. Like, I'm a thinker. So I yeah. analyze. So when God started to challenge me, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I started to understand, like, like I said, the last person I was dealing with, five, nine? I'm five, six and a half, you know? So everyone is like, sure. <laughs> I like him. Like he doesn't. Yeah. Say, he doesn't say crazy things all the time. You know, he he speaks proper English. He understands that he he at least respects my calling. You know, to some. So it's like, whereas a six five, let me say I'm going to the prayer closet. I'm getting a look. Like if you say so. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh, like, man. that's where I feel like a lot of us are also missing out because we have so many restrictions. Mm-hmm. I want them to look, I want them to be light-skinned. I want them to have light eyes. I want them to be chocolate. You know, I want them to have a six-pack. So you're still going to miss out because yeah. you're focusing on only physical characteristics and you're not focusing on the person's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can have, you can be but ugly, but when I look at you, I may think you're the, the sexiest thing on earth because of your heart. Yes. You know, and that's where I feel men and women, they lack. And I feel mm-hmm. like they do it a lot because it's like, you'll say to a plus size woman that you're dating, oh yeah, I like you. But I, I think that's why Instagram took away that feature where you can see what the, pe- the people that you're following, you can see what they're liking. Because there was a lot of women out here, plus size, beautiful women, intelligent businesses and then man is on and he's only liking the girls size two big booty and and bathing suits and bikinis and now she's seeing that and she's probably in her head thinking does he really find me attractive because he's not clicking on Lizzo's picture he's not clicking on when Adele was plus size he's clicking on Pam Anderson types you know Mm -hmm. from Baywatch yep so it's like those are, those are all kinds of like factors. And that's why I tell men, like, be with the person that you really want to be with. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to pretend that, you know, don't be a, don't be a, a closet BBW lover, right? Don't, don't be a closet big girl lover. If you can't love her publicly, then 
leave that woman alone. But when she lose that weight, now I'm sorry, mind your business. <laughs> you respect her when she was big, okay? Yeah, exactly. Well, I got a story about that, you know, because this is we we we're like that sometimes. You know, I know before how I was before I knew God and all that kind of stuff. There was this this guy. This this dude worshiped the ground I walked on. Okay. Would have probably did just about anything for me. But guess what? I ain't like him. He was short. He stuttered. You know, I'm like, get, get out of my face. You know, leave me alone. Why, why are you bothering me? But now I'm like, Lord, <laughs> why did I why did I do that? You know, because now it's like I would appreciate somebody like him. Mm-hmm. You know, he made he made me feel safe, he made me feel secure. You know, I could have probably been a housewife right now. I would have had me doing all this stuff. I could have, you know, I could be building my ministry, all of that with somebody like him. But no, you know, because he wasn't tall. He had no tattoos, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, now I'm like, Lord, you know, forgive me, you know, because I, I hurt that dude. He was hurt. I'm like, Lord, yeah. I hope he's good. Okay. <laughs> you know, but we, we live and we learn. We learn. And I, I believe me, I've learned my lesson because now I'm just like, I, I just want to feel safe. I want to be secure. He ain't got to be, you know, Denzel. He ain't got to be um, interest. But when I turn over in the morning, I got to be able to look at this brother. Don't, I don't want to be throwing up. Don't, don't make me throw up, please. <laughs> you sound like my best friend. She's like, I can't be vomiting in my, in my mouth every time I see him. But see, that's why I feel, I truly feel that person, like, if that's your person, I, I do wholeheartedly feel because I've heard other people and there's someone, <clears throat> I think they saw my Facebook, my Facebook page. But I remember like years ago when they when they met their husband. Now she's beautiful, nice body, you know. And then her husband was maybe he was he was heavy set. Um, but he was at least I could look at him and be like, he's cute, right? He's cute in the face. Mm-hmm. And people was just like and people are just mean because they're commenting, oh, like, how did y'all end up together? Wow. You know, and she said, like, his, she was like, he's such a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you might not see because you're stuck on this physical. But when I like, and I feel like that's what God is going to do. We're, the world is going to probably be like, and you won't be like, mm. <laughs> can't wait to get home with you like, that's how you gonna be like that and I'm okay with that because I'm like like you said do I feel safe uh-huh. can I depend on you you know those are things that matter this is when we're looking yeah. at you know we're looking at men of, of the bible how many did the did, did God really explain did, did he really describe how they look but we got them characteristics we know that you know their heart, we know what they were out here doing. They were out here working. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they were not being bones, you know? So those are things that, you know, I just, I want us to just keep remembering. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, your husband is not going to be someone that when you turn over, you're going to be like, I hope, I but pray that. It ain't going to go down if he is, because I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not going down. And God going to be like this. See? See? <laughs> What's that? Lord, Lord. gonna be like on September nineteenth. You said it. You, I sent something. I got. I got. I made it perfectly clear because people were like, "Well, be specific when you pray." I told God, like, "Look, let me turn over and not throw up." 
Okay. I, I don't want to throw up. You know? And that's safe. And as long as he can deal with this right here, because I don't know where this came from. You see what the pandemic can did to me? You see this thing? He got to be dealing. He got to gotta be okay with that. <laughs> Look, and, and those are the things that I'm talking about. Like, we worry about that. They're probably worrying about something. And God is just like, I just need y'all to love each other. Like, so what if he's five five? He's 5'5". Five, five. Oh, he my sister is... I don't know about that. I'm 5'5". Five, five. He's got to be a little bit taller. He's got to be at least 5'7", 5'8". Let me get my sister in here. My sister is 5'11 <laughs> and a half. And I think she's only dated one tall guy in high school. And he was about 6'1". Everyone else has always been like 5'5". Five, five. No lie. My niece's mm. father, 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> And she's like, and I remember them one time we went to, uh, we had went to a party and the party got shut down and he just so happened to be outside. We think he got the party shut down, but whatever. And they walking down the street and he's holding her hand. And it's so funny. God forgive me. But it was like, cause she had on heels too. So now she's like mm-hmm. six, three and he's holding her hand, but his arm got to go like this cause she's so tall. And I was just like this walking behind him like, if this ain't awkward, but you know what? She happy and he got his arm around her and men, are, I mean, this is like two o'clock in the morning. So men are driving by, you can't handle that cause she's so tall. And he's like, this is my baby. And I'm like, if y'all like it, I love it. Like, <laughs> but like she said, not many guys want to date her who are tall. So she getting all the, you know, the, all the one, two, five, five. Mm. We out here making faces at the five five because y'all want the six five. Guess what? It's like five six five dudes in Brooklyn right now who are available, and three of them probably got something that you don't want. So you got two. Go meet, go meet, go meet that five six. (laughs) He probably got businesses. He'll pray for you, but you don't want him because he five six. I'm just saying, we're choosing. The wrong balance. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And I, you know, we be talking all that mess. We know when it when it's God, we we gonna just fold like, okay, Lord, whatever yeah. you say. That's <laughs> it. It's like you know what, God. I don't know why you want me to go this direction. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trust it. You yeah. know, and I think that's something. But the oh, one thing that I did want to um, ask you, no, I, I know we had talked about this before, was the ones who are only living together. Like, mm. so I feel like the other problem that we have in society is that cities like my city, New York City is super expensive. People are mm. right now paying $2,000 for like a slither of a bedroom. So I have, I started to find and realize that a lot of people were only in relationships because they need to help paying the rent. So I'm also seeing that a lot. And that's also happening in the church. <clears throat> because it's like, you know, well, I don't I don't make as much. He doesn't make as much. So it just makes more sense for us to live together. And you know, because we could we could split the rent. So they just got a roommate and they they put a title of that's my boyfriend or my girlfriend. And some of them may never get married. But they'll just stay because it's cheaper and they get to save money. And I think that's becoming a huge problem 
in this economy because it's forcing people to just be in these relationships that they don't want to be in, um, which is causing the cheating, you know, the polyamorous lifestyle. It's just, I feel like it's just causing so much distractions and it's taken away. Like, you know, we see those memes and they, we laugh and they're funny, but the reality is, is a lot of us, we are, we are allowing our boyfriends to block us from meeting our husbands. And a lot of that is because you can't, now you're buying with, with the lease. And then some of y'all go out here and buy houses with these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why y'all here doing that either. Please stop that nonsense. Stop buying houses yeah. with your boyfriends, okay? Unless y'all putting this in a business, in an LLC, and it is like a tr- tr- true partnership, don't do that. Because you want to be able to walk away with your peace of mind and not have to be yeah. stuck in a Definitely. house. It's just not going to work out. It's <sighs> not in the long run. So get your own money. Go get you a side hustle. <laughs> Yeah, throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's no so special, but no, I mean, but this is that's that's the reality. Oh man, yeah, there's there's still a lot of work to do in the dating scene and just individualizing women, men. It's like, how are we going to come together when there's so much stuff that's you know designed in most situations to keep us apart? And it's like, then no one really wants to work towards anything you know because some of us women you know we you know guy ain't gotta be no millionaire but you gotta be doing something you know you can we can come together and build you know that's one thing that people forget to realize you know think about you know some women they want this man to have the job the business the this the that look some of that stuff ain't gonna happen until we come together but okay. something that's not going to happen because we are the ones that's going to give them the insight. A lot of these men, unfortunately, they don't have that wisdom. Mm-mm. So they'll have the ideas, but sometimes they need that helpmate to speak life into them, to mm-hmm. encourage them. So it's like, even as a man, you have to be, you have to understand, like, Tanisha might have something that can help me. You know, maybe I should listen to her just a little bit, just to see and how we can, because I've been doing this and I'm making an extra 500 a month, but maybe she has a strategy. I could probably make extra 2000 a month. You know, sometimes I feel like we don't look at it that way. You know, men are intimidated with, by women. They're intimidated by women like us because we have ideas. You know, mm-hmm. we have wisdom. God has given us insight that can help them. Like I said, like I want if I can help you to bless our family in the future, for the future, then why wouldn't I? I'm not yeah. going to frown my face on that. Mm. But they got a yeah, ladies. He's not going to have it all together. And gentlemen, you don't have to have it all together. When I don't want you to have it all together. But like you said, I'm going to need you to at least have a job. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can't be living at home with mama either, please. No. See, <laughs> so you a grown man? Come not, on now. And so, believe it or not, I have a different mindset about that now. Okay, and that's only because of the kind of men that I deal with. I deal with mostly older men. So, a lot of the guys that I deal with are now forty-eight to like fifty-two. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have to go back home take care of their parents. Now that's different. That that's different now. Yeah. So that's different. I think sometimes. Women don't even give them a chance to even explain. They just be like, so who you live with? 
my mother, oh no, you be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen to the situation. Like if he ain't never leave home. Yeah. <laughs> and he 45. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we talking to you, yeah. sirs. We're not talking to the ones that went home, but yeah. If you had to go home back and take care of your parents, I'm more understand, but we're not gonna mm-hmm. live with your parents, so we're gonna have to figure no. out too. Yeah, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> and I'm not gonna let you just throw them in the home either. We can figure this out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it can definitely be worked out. Now, anybody, you know, that right there, that that to me is like, oh my goodness, you know, that just warms my little heart. Like, oh, you take yeah. care of your mommy and daddy, yeah. okay? You know, because that's that. If they if they do that, they're gonna have that type of um. Here. dealings yeah. with you you know they gonna care about you like that oh okay i, I might yep. roll with that you know but if, oh no my mom and them live upstairs and i live in the basement and it's you know i just i'm still there i ain't never want to leave no we, we that that right there we, we're not dealing with so what if they have so what if it's because of culture reasons of the who what what is what if it's because of cultural reasons so there's some cultures like haitians like in the West Indies, like I made a lot of men up here. So I did meet someone and he lied about it. I, and I'm like, bro, you didn't have to lie to me. Cause when I met him, he's a nurse. He had his own business, makes good money. Like mm. when you work for the city, people can find out how much you make. And I'm, I saw, cause I'm nosy like that. So <clears throat> he kept telling me he had this big, beautiful house in this part of Brooklyn. And I'm like, because he's already <laughs> extravagant, he flashes everything. He's never taken me to his house. And I was like, it's a little suspect. So maybe dig a little bit deeper. So yes, I am that friend that will do the research, find out who he is. Okay, I'm going to hit you up. Right? And the research came back that he's there was no house in his name. That's public records. So it was no records of it. And it showed that his only address was an address not far from my house. So mm-hmm. at this time, I wasn't driving. But when I got my car back on the road, I went and I, I, no, I went to the, to the gym like two o'clock in the morning and I happened to see his car. And I'm like, is that his car? He should have his car. So I didn't say anything. But then he finally saw me drive past. And then that's when the story, that's when the lie started. Oh, I just stopped by my mom's house to take her to work. But I went to the gym this morning at five o'clock this morning and your car was there. But okay, you're going to keep lying. And I, I'm one of those, I don't, I don't put you on blast. I'm going to just let you keep building your lives. And then I'm going to lay down the, the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he finally saw and, I, and he said, well, I sold my house. He sold his house in like record time. Like his house must have been sold in like two days. Mm-hmm. He's like, I sold my house. So you're going to see me at my mom's house a little bit longer. That's been over before COVID. <laughs> he said the mama's house. So I'm just like, so when I finally confronted him about it and we finally had a conversation, I said, there was no need. I said, I have friends who are Haitian. I understand this, especially if they have a house. Their children do not leave until they go to college mm-hmm. or until they get married themselves. Yep, a lot true. of their families do not. So that's also, but just be honest about it, dude. It's like, you know, I think sometimes the whole concept, you know, women, guys hear that, oh, I can't tell her that I live with my parents. But I think sometimes, again, it's just about just talking to one another. Yeah. And just having an understanding, like, you know, I'm, I'm American. I left, I went to college at 16 because I didn't want to be home anymore. I was like, I'm out. And then when I came home from school, I was only home for like six months. And I got my first apartment. And thankfully, knock on wood, I have not had to go back. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just my mindset. That's how we are as Americans. But there's some cultures that, 
they stay on forever. Mm-hmm. That's stay true. Forever. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard that with the Haitian culture as well as the, um, I think the Spanish do that as well. But I think it's with their daughters. Do they do it with men also? The boys, do they stay home? Sometimes okay. the boys stay home. Okay. But a lot of them get married early. Yeah. They, married, they, they uh, in the Spanish, a lot of them, they get married by like 19, 20. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them go home after because they get divorced, but they end up going back home. But yeah, definitely um, in the, um, the Spanish culture, some some of them mm-hmm. they do as well. Yeah. I think it's just about. Um, yeah. Communication. Now, this is a, a, a thing that guys, they need to learn how to do some of them can do it some of them they will they they will rather not communicate they will avoid you it's like you could be dealing with somebody all of a sudden you ain't you ain't hear back from them it's like okay what happened they ain't gonna tell you they ain't moved on trash <laughs> trash you know, hey, what happened oh. and then you you know it's like you find they dealing with somebody else. what could you could you couldn't you tell me that you moved on <laughs> i mean i think so I always have a wishy-washy feelings about ghosting. Um, I understand why people ghost, but it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it it doesn't just type, you know, I'm not interested. But like you don't even gotta tell me that you wanna see someone else. Just tell me I'm not interested, like you're not my type. Because it's like, and I had someone that did that to me. And I mean, mm-hmm. it bothered me because I was like, like we speak, conversation is going great. And I'm like, he's making plans to meet up. And the next thing you know, it was like, oh, and that never heard from him. He blocked me on the, on the, on the iPhone. <laughs> and I was just like, well, dad, well, what did I do? Dang. I so you got blocked as well. Blocked. Like, I, I don't understand. Like you, you can talk about everything else. You know, they could have conversations with all different kinds of stuff. Why, what, what, what's the disconnect when you got to tell somebody that you basically wasted their time? Sometimes it's not immediate. You know, there's people who've been in relationships for two, three, four, five years. And all of a sudden they just, the person just exit. Oh my God. I was watching one of them shows. The lady was in a relationship. Next thing you know, he just vanished. She was on TV looking for him because she's trying (laughs) to find out what happened. Like, these, and like you said, years later, and you just wake up one day like, hey, I'm going to change my number. Mm-hmm. She's going to work. I'm going to take all my stuff. I'm going to sell my car. Like, did, like, they go to the extreme. Yeah. That's that's horrible. <clears throat> that's horrible. Especially when we were invested in years. Like, my yeah. feelings was hurt after a couple of days. And imagine someone years. That's devastation. Yeah. That's, when, that's when you find them, you, they, you catch a case. That's that's <laughs> and I think the judge will understand. God will definitely understand because I'll be like, I know she had a moment of temporary insanity. She, she prayed. <laughs> she asked for forgiveness. But yeah, that's when you get knocked out. <laughs> that's crazy. Years later? Yes, yes. It's and happening. then it's like, you know, when you finally do try to have a conversation with them, it's like, they like, you should have known this. How? If you ain't communicated nothing. So that's, that's a big thing for me. I, yeah. We have to be able to communicate. Yeah. You know, me, I'm an introvert, but I'm going to talk. You know, especially if we trying to build onto something and we trying to get to know each other. I got to come out of my shell and we got to have a conversation. Yeah. But some people, men, just don't like to communicate. Oh, they want to, um, like, just, I dated this guy and the one thing that really bothered me 
he never he would instead instead of wanting to communicate mm-hmm. he stop speaking he'll go yeah. in my way for like two three days and then come mm-hmm. back as if nothing ever happens mm-hmm. and i'm like so we're not going to talk about Mm-mm. you know why you oh. were silent for a couple oh. of days instead of you know oh you know not going to talk about what i saw or, you know and those are the kind of things that bothers me about men i'm just like just speak your truth tell me who like if you're not happy i said something you know because a lot of times we'll hold things in someone yeah. and i mean it, it it could bother you it could be small to me but if you didn't like the fact that i you know farted when i was in my sleep because i had i know someone they they the person stopped speaking to them for a week because she was in her sleep and she farted and how do you control that and he was angry like i can't believe you did that and when she finally was like got him to break down like what is the problem like why are you so upset because you was farting in your sleep and she was like but i can't control and they had tacos the night before so how you take off for tacos and you get mad oh, in her sleep <laughs> speaking to her for a few days because of that see this is where i'm talking like and he was a grown, like, he was a grown man by age, in his 40s. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, sis, you might want to walk away from that. Because if that's, if, if he's at that level of petty, and he doesn't see that as a problem, come on now, you don't want that. Because you want to sit here and, you know, you, you, you drink your teeth, you drink your, your tea too hard, and you go too, too loud. <laughs> you don't want to be with someone like that. Not unless you're that type of person. Oh, if you're that goodness. kind of person, yeah, match made in heaven. But leave them people alone. But gosh, yeah. I gotta learn how to communicate. Tell tell me what you don't like. Mm-hmm. But receive yeah. the fact that even though you may not like it, it's not gonna change. It might not change. Yeah. Right? I had a guy tell yeah. me on one of the dating apps, oh, I think you're beautiful. But I don't, but you're gonna have to let your hair grow because I can't, I don't want a woman that has that has a mohawk. Then you don't like me. There's no need for us to proceed in this conversation. <laughs> I'm glad he said that before we even met because imagine if he would have been because some people would sit and hold in, hold that in for years yeah. or for months and then be like, you know what? You should have why you let your hair grow back? I never had a conversation about that. I never said that was a plan yet. <laughs> we didn't get to that plan. I'll let you know what, what, what that plan gonna look like, but you should have said things before how mm. I am now. Yeah. So this kind of just girl. Is in a pool. <sighs> I don't know. I, I really I don't know what we're gonna do as, as single women. I really don't. I, I really don't. You know, um we talked about the dating apps, um, talked about you know, church. I don't know. What what advice can you give the only single advice- women, single men? I give two things. One, we got to focus on our purpose. I feel like when we fully accept who we are and whatever that that God is telling you, when you are fully operating in that, the person that's supposed to find you, you're going, they're going to be able to find you. See, right now, a lot of us are hidden. Like you said, we don't want to go out. So you like, you hiding. He's not breaking into your house. Hopefully it's not. <laughs> and if he breaks into your house, you got a whole other issue. You're yeah. Still, you're crazy. It's about to get real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 
I feel like if we just continue to focus on, just focus on your purpose, focus on what God is telling you, you know, you're doing your podcast and, you know, and I love the fact that you added the, the feature of going live on Facebook. Sometimes just being invisible is going to allow for people to see us. And so, yes, while a lot of people are going to see us, um, we have to add that discernment, of course, to determine the crazies and those who just trying to see if they can get you. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in purpose, you have a better chance of finding that because that person is going to just naturally attract themselves to it. It's going to be something about you. And now you don't have to worry about, you know, are they going to accept me for who I am? Are they going to accept me? Now, if that person doesn't take the time out to get to know, get to learn you, you know, watch a video, listen to a podcast, read your post. Cause I had someone do that. And I was like, have you listened to anything that I, I said? Like, <laughs> I'm not being funny. I'm not trying to get no more views, but I just need you, sir. Just go, just go listen to one thing. Listen, just listen to this because this is going to give you an understanding of how my, how I perceive life. Yes. And that this way, you know how to take a better approach. Or you might just be like, because again, some people don't, they can't take us talking about Jesus. They can't take that. So it's like, no. And even though we, we have our personalities, you know, and it's not stuffy and, you know, we're all stiff. They still can't handle that just because we talk about Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> like it's only Jesus. Um, so stay in purpose. And then the second thing is, like I said before, is get out of your physical requirements, like get out of it, focus on those characteristics, focus on a man that is working, a man that is business minded, who's going to protect you, who's going to provide for you, not a man that's going to look at you and, and tell you, oh, no you're paying 50-50, like you're paying 50%. Huh? That's not what a provider does. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm, I'm not against, I mean, I am against 50-50 because I just don't want the mindset of a roommate. Like yeah. that to me is a roommate mentality because it's like, if you don't have your half, then we're all screwed. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or well, I got to come out of pocket and I've been in that situation. So no, <sighs> you know, it's he a problem solver. And I see this a lot. I see a lot of men who don't know how to solve problems. Mm-hmm. So that's really becoming my biggest concern. Because when life throws, throws you lemons, how are you making lemonade? A lot of them don't know how to make lemonade. They don't know how to take the resources that God has given them. They don't know how to use their gift. They don't know how to think outside of the box. So mm-hmm. they sit in the problem. And then they again, they don't want me to solve the problem because now I'm taking them out of their masculine energy. Mm-hmm. We, I can't sit in a problem and I'm going to, I'm going to lean on you first because I'm going to give you the space and opportunity to be that leader. But I can't, as a person that I, I'm not sitting here with you in, in the stupid, I'm not doing that. Like you, one of us got to figure it out and I'm going to step up and I'm going to figure it out. So those are some of the characteristics that we should be looking for. Not he's tall, he's light skin, nice body, you know, he has a nice car because a lot of them are car poor. They don't have homes. They don't own a piece of property, but they driving around in a, in a BMW that they could barely afford. Right. So if you cannot afford this and you needed a co-signer like that nurse, right, called me during a pandemic and asked me to co-sign for him to get a Bentley Jeep. <laughs> right. Did it. Called me. Mind you, at that point in the situation, we were not, like, there was really no interest there. And I'm like, and, and I, re- I remember one, like, 
and many of times over the years, because I've known him for a couple of years, he will always say to me, pray for me. The devil was attacking my finances. And I'm like, <laughs> when I start listening to how he was spending his money, I said to him, clear. I said, the devil's not attacking your finances. You're attacking your finances. I said, and when he asked me about this whole Bentley Jeep, I said to him, I said, if you need a co-signer, then that's God telling you, you don't need that car. Exactly. Go get you a car that you can afford. You make mm -hmm. enough money. Go get you a car that you can afford. Stay in your lane. And when you can get that car and you don't need a co-signer, then guess what? It's for you. But I'm not co-signing for no Bentley Jeep. Not for a Bentley Jeep that costs more than the house that I pay for. I have, I, I own property, sir. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So it's yeah. like, look at the person's heart. Look at their, their character. You know, do they check in on you? Are they willing to feed you when you, you leave your wallet at home? Those are the things that we, do they want to pray with you? Do they pray over you? Do they pray for you? That's what we should be looking for. Yeah. Because that person that might have that body is going to, he can still treat you like trash. He can mm -hmm. still break your heart, have you in your mind, gaslighting you, manipulating you, stealing from you, stealing your peace, your money, your car, everything, just so that you can say you have a man. Is it because you say you can have a gorgeous man, a man that looks as fine as wine? You can have fine as wine and you're broke because you're, you're, you're funding him. Because eventually you're paying that BMW lease because it's not even his. Mm -mm. Okay, no shade to anybody out there with a lease car, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I got a lease. <laughs> Look, I, I understand why I had to pay my car off. God was like, yeah. pay that off, right? Everyone has a different purpose, yeah. but I'm not gonna. I'm not paying your lease because that's what you signed up for. Exactly. I didn't sign up exactly. for that. Exactly. I got paid off. I got paid that insurance. That's it. So that's it. Like we have to just stop with all of these other requirements. And I like, agree. Just stand in purpose. Stand operating in purpose. Be yeah. walking, walking your power. Allow that man to see who you are because then he's going to, the right man is going to be like, now that's the one I need by my side. A lot of these jokers, they, they don't know our power because we're afraid to walk in our power. So then when you finally, one day, that one day, you might just fill in your power, he's going to be like, who is this? He's going to think mm -hmm. you're a whole other person when that's who, that's, that's who you truly are. You truly that person. You're not the other person that you first showed. See, I had to learn that when I was, when I had met the nurse, the nurse didn't know anything about me. This man did not give me space, room, and opportunity. This man thought I, he thought I was renting a room. He thought I had no car. He had a whole story for, I was like, when I really sat down, I was like, yeah, so, you know, uh, if you want to become a home health aide, I can get you into a program, you know, even if you need to finish, you know, maybe get your GED. And I said, I said, you know, I'm a college professor, right? <laughs> I'm a PhD ABD. Come on. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a homeowner. <laughs> yeah. I have a car that's fully paid for. I just can't afford the insurance right now, but it's mine. It's in, it's in the garage. Exactly. It's garage. And it was just like, he was just like, like every time I had to just hit him. And then when I told him about what, I, what else I do, 
And when he made, and then again, you got, this is when the other Tanisha comes out. Google mm-hmm. me. Exactly. Google me. Me like, what? <laughs> Google me. Google Tanisha Shanae and tell me, and tell me after you get past, past the fifth or sixth page, think, call me back. And he was just like, but that was my fault because I didn't walk in who I was. Mm-hmm. I allowed him to build all these assumptions about me. So he was bringing himself up and was leaving me down here. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, when he realized, wait, she, wait, she up here. <laughs> she, exactly. She's not surprised. Exactly. So we have to walk in there. We have to own that. You got to be purposeful because that's what the ones who are going to be intimidated. Cool. They not they not they not stepping to you. They don't have the they don't have the balls to step uh-huh. to you because because you're owning your, your your power. But that right one, that's how he's gonna find you. So even if you're in your house hiding, you go live. You keep doing the podcast. You keep talking about. They're gonna be like, oh snap, oh okay, <laughs> she, she she in Florida. Let me find her. <laughs> down the Florida real quick. Like, I got no stalkers. I don't need no more now. <laughs> Look, we look, fellas, look. And let me just say this, because you know, we're dealing with people all over the United States and the world. But guys, if you want to meet a woman outside of your city and state, I'm going to need you to go to her city and state. Start trying to get women to come to your city and state. If you want to meet someone, come to New York. Come on. Right? I ain't coming to you. And I see that a lot. Yeah. I see that a lot. Mm-mm. And then they want you to come with your own dime. Mm-mm. All right, now. Nah. So we ain't doing that. Okay. Nope. He gonna come find me. He gonna he, he gonna have to come get me because I ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> See, you better stop it because next thing you know, you gonna have a, a a link in your inbox for a Delta ticket. Keep it up, <laughs> Lord. He gonna be let like, all right, you. let me. I'll be even like you said to come. I'll be right there. <laughs> you know how I be hitting some of these jokers that come in my inbox, Facebook, Instagram. I started. I started talking a lot about Jesus. They like, oh, what is you talking about, love? Yeah. Okay, this is what we're gonna be talking about now. It's like, oh, pray for me. I'm praying for you, brother. I'm definitely Absolutely. gonna pray for you. You gonna stop coming at me like this, okay? Cause no, some of them when I when they say hello, nope, I just block them and delete. We we ain't doing this. <laughs> doing what it with them. What I do is this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, because I again, I hear stories, and I just, I just know how God, like God is funny like that. Like I hear people, I heard women and men also. I'm not dating nobody. I'm not meeting anyone off of no social media. And as you know, you like, so how did you and your husband, or you and your wife meet? Mm-hmm. You're like, really? So you know, you never know. He might come in your inbox. Let me tell you a story I had because we were going to talk about another another dating app. So Facebook has a dating app. I I should have stayed off of there, but I went on. (laughs) I went on there. Okay, you know, couple guys was you know back and forth, back and forth. And only one, um, um, caught my attention. Okay, mm-hmm. so we we started talking off of you know Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And another one, you want to see, oh, is you really a Christian? <laughs> you really live like you say you do? <laughs> Like you really, and, you really be praying. <laughs> and doing us talking, I found out that both his parents are, are are pastors, and I'm like, oh, you know, my first PK. I've never really met anybody mm-hmm. that you know parents was pastors and everything, and you know, started talking and everything. But when he realized that I was real and I was, you know, speaking like I meant it. You know, he had to take a step back. He was like, oh, so you 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 really mean this? I'm like, I really mean this. This is who I am. This is how I live. And he was like, you know what? And I think I did a, a video on it, mm-hmm. you know, what little clip or whatever. And he told me, he said, I won't even try you. I won't even try you like that. You know, he said, I, I don't want to be in trouble with God. I, I ain't about to get in trouble, you know? And it's like, the first time that ever happened to me first time yep first time pastor said that no but i had go ahead i'm sorry no you're good that was it it's like we're we still communicate but not on that type of level you know because he know i ain't gonna fall like other people probably have fallen i wouldn't fall like i probably would have you know before i got saved Mm -hmm. you know but he respects me Yes. You know, I can call him up. I can talk to him about, you know, church stuff. And he, I mean, it's like he does completely takes off that street mentality. Like, okay, let, let's talk. Yeah. You know, the Holy Spirit and told me this. Holy Spirit and told me that. And I'm like, and that, that, that kind of like, you know, because it's like he a street dude, but he know the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. Does and that in my mind. Yep. And, and that's something I actually, my first low told me that um because so my first love I met him when I was 17 and since then um he's had a very active life and he has like now it could be more but the last time he spoke he had nine children same age right so we're both the same age and I want to say about 10 years ago we're having a conversation because even though we we never broke up on like something bad we broke up because she found out that she was pregnant at the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. So it was like, they just stopped. Fine, go ahead. Do what you got to do. You're trying to be a family man. I'm all for it. Fast forward. Now you got all these multiple babies, baby mamas. So I remember I said to him, like, you know, I always noticed that how he treated everyone else compared to how he treated me. And even his family, his friends said that, like, yeah, you don't treat her like you treat them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, he was like, God told me a long time ago not to, um, I forgot how how he worded, but he was like, God told him not to, to bother me. Mm -hmm. Like, he was like, I don't, and this is before any kind of relationship with God. And he was like, so I don't want to be in trouble Uh with God. He was like, and so, you know, and and the sad part is you didn't feel that way about these other women. Exactly. So it's like, you have, you put me on such a high pedestal because God told you, but I'm pretty sure God told you about them too. He said something about the rest of them. So don't just put me on the pedestal, put them too, you know, and I just appreciated that. And when I started my walk with God and he was just like, even when we, cause we did get back together 
when I started my weight loss journey. He was actually the one that helped me to lose the first 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so even in that, it, it didn't feel like when I look back now, it didn't feel like a relationship. I felt like he was on assignment. Mm-hmm. He was on his assignment to help me to get my mindset. So he was the one that started me um, doing smoothies. He was wow. the one that was like, you know, why don't you, because I had a school bill working on my PhD, got my first school bill, student loans was not covering. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, I need like $300 by the end of the end of the semester. So he's like, don't you make them smoothies? See them students, because this is when the, I was like, see them students want some smoothies. And I went to work and I'm just like, you know, bringing my bottle, just doing the presentation. This is all his ideas. Mm-hmm. And then see what they say. And next thing you know, Ms. Williams, Ms. Williams, every day, girl, I was going to work every day with 10 bottles at minimum wow. deliveries. And he was, and that's when I started. And actually one of his children's mother, um, she, she became a client. She paid wow. me every week, $60. I was making her smoothies. I get for, you know, different healthy snacks for her to try. Like that was all the mindset. Cause he had that business. I mean, he was a street dude, but he took that street mentality and he was helping me to formulate into one of my first businesses and that's how I really got started was from that idea so I feel as though he was just brought back into my life God's like no he ain't your husband don't have no babies by him he here to help you you know he's going to help you renew your mind to embrace healthy living to embrace exercise show you some things but stop there and that and literally when I lost the first hundred pounds we broke up it was just like Mm-hmm. it was no more you know but we're still friends but we just got to that point where it was just like it's no more and that's why I tell like that's why I say every person that we meet is not supposed to be our person some people are just yeah. a blessing or a lesson yeah and that's one thing that some of us don't get yeah you know we don't get um but yeah definitely I can re- I can understand I can relate and I'm glad you brought it up so someone's listening you know with every every person you meet is not gonna be your girl ain't gonna be your boo it ain't gonna be your you know your significant other because this is the thing christians women of god men of god we are on assignment okay most of the time we might we might get some feelings but it may not be our potential mate we have to get that on our in our head and understand that and deal with it we may not like it but hey that's it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about this. I swear. Yeah, we've been out here almost two hours. I'm like, I know. I'm looking like that, but (laughs) I mean, like I said, these are just these are topics that we need. We need these topics, and you know, I wish I wish I wish men had more of these conversations. Yeah, definitely. It's like definitely, guys. I have someone in mind, and I'm just I'm praying for him. I'm praying for him to just tap into that. Because I know he would have like such, such an impact on these these guys, you know, who mm-hmm. they don't realize the potential out here that they have to offer the world um, outside of, you know, and it's like I think if men could stop thinking that that's not the only powerful tool that you have, like right? you have a brain, you know, exactly. God you to use to think to strategize, everything doesn't have to be physical because there's gonna mm-hmm. be a day that's not gonna work. So what else are you going to offer? Exactly. Yep. If she only falls in love with that and she can't fall in love when, you know, God forbid, if you get ED early, you know, where's the relationship? The relationship was only based on one thing. And I think sometimes people forget that, especially Mm -hmm. men. 
And I'm seeing EV is like happening with a lot of younger men nowadays in their 30s and their 40s. You know, so imagine you get married only off of that. She's going to leave you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and close this out. You know, um, we said it before, you know, there's, there's some healing that needs to take place. And women and men, most women, we've, we've done our work. You know, we have done our work. You know, as guys, they, they shun away from going to their doctor. So how do you think they're going to feel about going to therapy and getting some counsel? I'm a Christian counselor. You know, I usually just deal with women, but I'm open to deal with some dudes. If they're open to getting healed, you know, working on whatever is holding you back, yeah. you know, because there is some good women out here that, that want a good husband, you know, and we want to be whole. We got want to be complete. You know, we want to uh, fulfill our assignment. We want to do whatever our purpose is. Some of our purpose is going to include our husband or our wives. So we got to get it together. Okay. We just can't keep doing what society is doing, what the world is doing, especially if you a Christian, you, you tell me you a man of God, a woman of God, we, we need to get it together. Yeah. We do as gotta, a whole. You got to get out the modern as a whole. Mace, um, you know, pastor Mace, well, he's a pastor again. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it. Yeah. But he, he's always on Clubhouse. And a few months ago, he actually had a Clubhouse about that. How just the difference between the traditional and the modern and how it's bring, how it's becoming a major issue in the church, mm -hmm. um, in the body of Christ, because so many people are running away from tradition and they're trying to fit into the modern, but God called us to be traditional. It's, it's only in the sense of relationships, not all the other mm -hmm. stuff that religion has said. But, you know, and I love that it was a great conversation because you saw so many men like who are Christians who were like, well, yeah, I believe in 50 50 and I'm all about working and I'm about making only money. You know, they modern, how May said, modern society puts money first, money and status first, whereas tradition puts family first. And that's one of that's that's a that's a whole nother issue. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, when Definitely. he broke that down, I was like, he's not lying. Uh -uh. We're definitely living in a modern world. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Miss Tanisha Sinead, let the people know how they can find you and what it is that you do because someone may have been coming just just coming on and they didn't get the beginning part of it. So tell us who you are again, how we can find you. Absolutely. So first, thank you for having me. Um, definitely a pleasure to be here with you and your your audience. So hi everyone again. I am Tanisha Sinead, Miss Inspiration. I am an inspirational speaker, purposeful lifestyle strategist, and coach, and three-time author. I am available at TanishaShanae.com, T-A-N-I-S-H-A-S-H-A-N-E-E.com. And if you go to TanishaShanae.com um, forward slash hello, you will be able to get all of my links. If you're interested, I have my brand new inspirational trailblazers group coaching that is on Patreon. It is a video group coaching <clears throat> That's available. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do lifestyle one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then I also offer strategy calls, which is those that want to figure out how they can use their skills, their products, sorry, use their skills, their talents to start making extra monies. Um, and that can start you in your journey towards entrepreneurship. So I'm like that first go-to tested out waters person um, and then leads you into the life of what God has really called you to do on a bigger scale. So my books are available on Amazon. Here is actually one of my books, Dear Single in Love. 
This is available on Amazon, paperback, and for eBooks. And um, there's a new journal. Did I tell you about that, Tamara? The new Dear Single mm-hmm. Love, Dear Future Spouse um, journal is available. And <clears throat> just getting us prepared. You know, our season of single doesn't have to be horrible, but there's some things that you need to do, ladies. And I, I touched on two of them today. So that's who I am. And I thank you again for having me. You are welcome. We're going to have to come back again and uh, speak just directly about your book because I have the book. I have to get the journal. But yeah, we're going to have to come back and do that. Um, and again, we're doing this on my podcast as well. So podcast listeners, uh, Tanisha Shanae is not a stranger. She was a speaker on our My Mindset uh, workshops. We did those back in August and she spoke on purpose. Okay, next Saturday, we are doing the Sisterhood Chat. She's a speaker for that. So stay tuned. We're probably going to do it uh, on Facebook Live as well because everybody don't like to register for stuff. I'm like, you just got to click the link and put your little information in there and we're good. But some people don't like to do that. So we'll probably do ahead and go ahead and do it on Facebook Live as well. Okay, <laughs> so everybody can hear because This is one thing about me. I'm all about healing in every kind of form, okay? So yes, today we talked about, you know, being single and dating and men and all that, but as sisters, as sisterhood, because people are saying, hey, sis, and sis this and sis that, but they really don't know the meaning of it. They really don't practice it other than it coming out their mouth. So we can have a conversation about that next Saturday, uh, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, We have some amazing speakers. Miss uh, Tanisha Shanae, we have Miss uh, Valerie Reed. Uh, if you're still on, looking forward to our conversation next week. Um, we got Dr. Jasmine, um, and we got uh, Miss Lauren. And it's like these are just like godly connections that's coming because I, I I don't know any of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of social media land. <laughs> it's true. I but saw look, one of them that know, the other day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this is just like prayers being answered. And people are like, oh, you know, they don't, some people don't believe in prayer, love. I believe in prayer. Okay. I believe in prayer. There, the prayers are manifesting all the time. Some of the some yeah. of the women I have in my life, just like just like I said, Miss Tanisha Shanae. Social media. Okay, social media. Okay, and I just look, we I, I just whole conference and we <laughs> never met anyone. <laughs> just straight social media. This last week, guys, we yes, yes. If you, if you haven't, I'm sorry, I'm talking over you. Go ahead and finish. No, I said, I said, I said, we just did a whole five days, and everyone, at least from our end, we've never met any one of these people in person. So, no, social media does it. Yes, Godly Connection. Miss Porter, I know you were on in the beginning. If you're still on, thank you for the opportunity this past week. Amazing, amazing um, conversation. Everyone that shared, the women were amazing. The stories that we had to share. Now, y'all, when y'all go see my day, I'm going to let you know. I think my headphones just went out. I shed some tears, okay? I ain't, I ain't scared. I ain't afraid. <laughs> I did. You know, it's just some things that's, that's, that's powerful like that. You know, you don't know what people have went through in their life and mm-hmm. the things that God has brought them through. 
And you know, and like sometimes people will judge a book by its cover. You can't do that. No. You just can't. We didn't came through some some. Oh my goodness. I, I look. I don't want to stay on here all day, but look, <laughs> please, please go to uh, Marita. I think it's how how do you spell M I M A R R I T A Porter. Um, she, on Facebook, every um one that shared on the Women of Valor, the lives are still up. The replays are there. You can go and listen. Um, and I think that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you again for Tish- Tanisha. Ah, Tanisha Shanae. <laughs> I'm like talking. I'm trying to remember everything, and I'm just like. Ah! But look, this is my coach, y'all. This is my coach as well. Social media, look. Okay, she get me together. She, her, she is a reason. And Miss Porter, while I'm doing this here on Facebook, because See. look, I will. I'm, I'm comfortable staying in my little corner. I'm comfortable, you know, doing my little podcast. Ain't nobody looking at me. So I, I'm coming out here now. I'm, I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help myself as well. I'm being obedient, you know. So. Look, I'm probably gonna see some more of me. I don't, I don't like doing these lives, but she's doing yeah. a great job, everyone. Amazing. <laughs> there's no bad, there's no bad feedback. She's doing amazing. Just keep going. Go ahead, <laughs> Coach. That's okay. okay. <laughs> Look, thank you again. I, I just hope that our conversation helps somebody, touch somebody. Me too. You know, women and men. And, you know, I hope you guys don't think we was bashing on nobody, but th- this is our, this is stuff we have been through. We have lived through this and we had to deal with this stuff, this you know, but <laughs> yeah, this is our reality. You know, there's poo in the dating pool. There's, there's trash out here. Like, why are we going to sugarcoat stuff? I, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I, I'm not that kind of pastor. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Y'all going to get the real deal with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I preached this message one time. I told him, I was like, you got to give me my, my my messages straight like I like used to like my liquor, okay? No chases. I don't want no orange juice in it. I don't want no grapefruit juice. Straight vodka, okay? Straight rum. Don't play with me, okay? Tell me how it is. I I, I want to be obedient. I want to do what God has told me to do. Don't, don't sugarcoat nothing with me, okay? No cherries on top. You are silly. But you're honest, and I love that. Yeah, we have to be. We have to be honest. We have to know how to communicate with people. We have to be open. Amen. You know, we can't. It can't be no judgment zone. If people like to judge, I'm like, please. You know, we all in the some things. Okay, what what is you doing now? Have you gotten through that stuff? Have you gotten over it? No. Are you a renewed person? No. You know, <laughs> they're trying to pretend they never did it. You know how many, the one time I went, I know we're going over, but the one time I went live and I spoke about like my past, my, my old relationships and how I was the side chick, how many Christians was in my inbox? You were the, you were the side woman? I said, I was 22. Like, really? I'm like a whole 10 year, 12 years. Why did it? Like, you probably the side woman now. Sit down. Don't do that. Don't do that. So yeah, no judgment. <laughs> Own what you did and just let God, let God will work with you. Exactly. He'll work you through that. God knows yes. what he did. you stupid and young. Look. He forgives us as long as you forgive yourself. Right? That's what That's I think. It. They're not forgiving themselves. That's it. So we own it because we forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, guess what? 
and y'all don't laugh at me. I don't Stop. know how to end this going through Zoom. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> Look, I'm learning, y'all. Thank you again, everybody. We about to end this thing. Um, so I stopped recording, right? I think so. It's going to stop on Facebook. So we need Miss Porter here now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see.